Well, hello everyone. It is a privilege to bring the word of God um, to us today. And our scripture text will be Matthew 5, verse 4. Matthew 5, 4. And brethren, let us begin with prayer. Our Father, we thank you that you have set your love upon us, that you have instructed us in your word, and Lord, that you have modeled a life of uh, trust and faith and joy before us. So give us to, by your Holy Spirit, Lord, understand your scriptures and follow after you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, brethren, uh, I know that we all have mourned at different times, and we all certainly need to be comforted. So what did the Lord Jesus mean by these words in Matthew 5, verse 4? Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. To be blessed is to be happy not as the world sense of good circumstances, but an abiding inner peace and joy. Blessed are they that mourn. And notice it is they and not you. It is plural. We have others in mind in addition to ourselves. We are made in God's image, brethren, and one of the key distinctives for us, separating us from all the other animals is this ability to empathize with others, to carry each other's burdens. For this reason, I hope we will continually remember those who are truly suffering in the world, in Ukraine and Myanmar and Haiti, those under oppression, those who are refugees, those in Central and South America dealing with the drug gangs, and other places in the world. And the Lord tells us, blessed are they that mourn. To mourn is literally to grieve deeply as at a funeral over the loss of a loved one. We hurt over loved ones when they leave us and when they fall away and depart from us, over financial pressure, health issues, marriages, children, and the Lord tells us, for they shall be comforted, shall be as a promise. It is certain in God's economy. And to be comforted accords with our normal usage of the word, to be consoled, to find hope where all was dark and gloomy before. So we have two ways to interpret this, brethren. We believe Jesus intended both. The first way is for unbelievers, a promise of salvation for those who repent of their sins and call upon Christ for forgiveness. And secondly, for believers, finding relief during times of deep emotional pain. Therefore, we believe this can be applied in all of our afflictions. Our God is the God of all comfort and has given us the Holy Spirit, our comforter. The people in the world without Christ seek happiness everywhere but in Jesus. They see mourning as an opposition to their happiness. In affliction, they murmur and complain. But thankfully, this is not our lot as Christians. 
Instead, God enables us, by his grace, in tribulation, to glory in Christ. Romans 5.3 So affliction and happiness are not only compatible, but our trials, brethren, are necessary fuel for true joy in this life. 17th century pastor Thomas Brooks offers these seven benefits, seven reasons for hope in the midst of afflictions. First, trials awaken us to a clearer sight of our sin, Job 33:27. Second, trials purge away our tendency to sin, Isaiah 1:25. Third, Trials lead us to deny all self-reliance, uh, Luke 9.23. Fourth, trials drive us to Christ, Matthew 4.10. Fifth, they acquaint us with his strength and power, Deuteronomy 9. Sixth, they teach us his ways, Psalm 119.71. And seventh, they work in us compassion, for those who are afflicted, Hebrews 10, 32 to 34. So brethren, surely God does bless us through tribulations. Now, how are we com comforted in the midst of such afflictions? First, we must have the Holy Spirit working in us uh, without hindrance, without grieving him. Puritan pastor Richard Sibb said, there must be application and working of comfort out of God's word upon the soul by the spirit. The spirit must set it on strongly and sweetly so that the soul may be affected. So we have God's word and the soul and then the comfort comes. And the Spirit is the one that brings the word home to our souls and resulting in comfort. The second way that God works in comforting is that sometimes he is merciful to us in providences, not giving us what we deserve. He lifts the trial when we learn what he is teaching in James 1, 2 to 4. Third, we are comforted by God's people. Our brothers and sisters are often his means for ministering the comfort of the word to our souls. 1 Thessalonians 4.18 And fourth, we are comforted by Christ himself. Isaiah 51.12 19th century Scottish pastor Robert Murray McShane famously said, For every look at our troubles, take 10 looks at Christ. And brethren, practicing that old saying will bring us more consistent victories. So God has given us his word, his Holy Spirit, and his church. Surely we lack nothing that is needed in order to abide in his joy. So let us conclude with some uses. How do we apply these truths in our lives? First, let us meditate more on the scriptures. 19th century pastor James Buchanan said, the more severe and confounding your trials and bereavements may be, 
the more should that blessed book be endeared to your hearts, of which every true disciple will say with the afflicted psalmist, this is my comfort in my affliction. Psalm 119.50. Secondly, brethren, we need to rightly understand this truth in Romans 8.32. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? 20th century uh, writer and author A.W. Pink said, here is the unfailing guarantee of perpetual reassurance to the drooping spirit of the tried believer. Infinite love can never change. The love that spared not Christ cannot fail its objects nor begrudge them any needed blessings. And finally, brethren, our third use is that we must pray more in affliction. Charles Spurgeon said, when you, my dear brother, meet with opposition, encounter it with prayer, exercise more faith. Antagonists ought never to hinder your going forward in the cause of Christ. And brethren, our united prayer is for the great cause of Christ, a great worldwide revival in our time. 2 Corinthians 13, 11 tells us, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace shall be with you. Amen. And brethren, I might just mention that um, there are two good resources available from Chapel Library. Uh, you may not be able to see them, but they're free grace broadcasters, one entitled The God of All Comfort, and the other comfort in affliction. And you can get those by going to chapellibrary.org. Amen. Thank you.